Welcome to the Big Motor Small Boat Podcast. I'm Buddy Pulley. And I'm Seth Dolby. And Martin Truex Jr. is a Cup Series winner again. Mondays are indeed for Martin, and the weekend belonged to Truex's. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Ross Chastain wrecking the dog food out of Brennan Poole. Kyle Larson's revenge on Ross Chastain and quote-unquote race manipulation. Alex Bowman's injury and did Joey Logano wreck his car on purpose? Next on the Big Motor Small Plate Podcast. All right. What's up, Seth? Oh, not a whole lot. What's up, buddy? Oh, man. I'm in my car. I'm, I'm fucking sick. Like, yeah. it, it's just been a fucking, it's been a fucking weekend. Yeah. This is the best we got for right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, there is some good in the world. Is there? Yeah, there is. Um, we have a podcast and that's fun. And also I picked Martin Truex Jr. to win Dover. Oh, you did, you son of a bitch. I, <laughs> Dude, I, was, sit- I was sitting there the whole time. I was like, Byron finished good. I don't remember who the fuck Buddy picked. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. I was sitting there. I couldn't remember it. I was like, wait, hold on. I think I picked Truex. And some bitch I did. I'm getting um, my ass whooped right now. Yeah, you are. Um, I don't know what the picks are. Let me look that up. I um, think it's like 18 to 9 right now, or 18 to 12 or something. Oh no, we're gonna we're gonna get official we're gonna get official word. While Buddy's here. looking that up, I'm just gonna say Due to the circumstances, buddy is buddy's uh mic and 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 lag situation is what it is. So just we apologize yeah. in advance. Um, yeah, it, it's kind of make do with what we got. You're lucky we're getting a podcast this week. Um, I'm gonna compress twenty the to audio. nine, Mike. Twenty to nine. You are. I am waxing your ass this year so far. Um. Anyway. Um. Mondays are for Martin and uh, Monday, like early afternoon is for Martin because we had a noon start time. Like how great was that? I mean, I guess not for you, but I mean, I got to listen, to, I got to listen to the whole race on the radio at work. So it's not the worst thing it could possibly happen. So, yeah, I mean, it was, I would, I forgot how great that shit is. <laughs> like, I was like, I got, I got so much done like after the race too. There's so much daylight, like, yeah. and then it was, it was great. It was awesome. Um, and then um, obviously the race rains out on um, on Sunday, and that's why that happens. But on Saturday, um, we had practice, and guys wrecked a lot. And then uh, Ryan Truex won the Xfinity race. He's finally a Xfinity Series winner, or just a NASCAR winner in general. Um, I think my light just went off. Anyway, um, and I'm really mad because I have in my in my notes right here, uh, grab Ryan Truex Hero Card because I wanted to read that off from for you. His Junior Motorsports Hero Card was hilarious. It was like, it was something like, it, on the back it just had random facts. It was like one of them was like likes to go in circles sometimes it's called junior or like something just dumb shit like that it was hilarious i meant to read that off to you but that's for another time when next time he wins um good old ryan truex jr ryan truex jr yeah um he was teammates with alex bowman at bk oh wow yeah yeah so that that's a 
that's a throwback you see you know <laughs> the pad the different pads they took uh multi-time cup series winner that's also better than william byron and then ryan truex and gets hurt <laughs> all the time apparently <laughs> and apparently gets hurt yeah apparently can't stay healthy um anyway um seth what what'd you think about dover what i think about dover so as a radio as a radio only broadcast um it was entertaining i'll put it that way i it was competitive which is all we ever asked for and um as far as i heard people who actually watched it live it seemed like passing wasn't that but like i listened to actions detrimental denny hamlin was saying if you had a good enough car you could pass and that's pretty much how dover's always been so i think i think we found a track that basically stayed the same from the old car to the new car (laughs) it's it's dover yeah i mean it um it definitely seemed like i mean you could i feel like there were more passes for the lead on track than there were in quite a few other races this year um, it was interesting to me because you, you, I mean, you were at the tweet up last week with um, Jeff Gluck, and you remember what he said about how William Byron um, and many others last week said this was going to be the measuring stick for this season. Yeah, it was going to be Dover. Um, it's not what I expected. Then, if that's if this is the measuring stick, is not what I thought. Well, I'm curious why they think that's the case because. I mean, we've ran what? Well, I guess we've only ran one mile and a half, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kansas will be the second one. So, yeah. Um, I guess I don't see Truex being a Cup favorite though. That's a yeah. That's I don't know. I don't know where. Maybe Byron just the Byron's the one. Gluck said um, said that. So maybe Byron just thought they were going to be really good there, and yeah, you know, Byron was talking up his own his own game. Well, I mean, um, for what it's worth, I guess Gibbs was really good. Um, the five was really good for 30 yeah. laps, and then 24 was really good for about half the race, and then they kind of fell off just like the 24 team likes to do. Yeah. Um, so, but Elliot wasn't very strong, which was shocking to me, to be completely honest. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know he's still getting back in the swing of things, but, I mean, he <laughs> – he ran good at the end of Martinsville. Talladega obviously is its own thing. So I'm kind of surprised they didn't, they missed the setup, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see going into this week. If, if the same, if you have the same players up there this week, I'm more inclined to believe that this is indicative for sure. I, I have completely lost, buddy. Nope. There you are. I got you again. I got you. Okay audio oh there i go yeah <laughs> I lost I lo- you yeah i lost you too all right again um apologies <laughs> yeah um yeah i don't know um i don't know what happened to chase elliott i don't i don't know what you said but i imagine it was something along something about chase elliott yeah um, i don't really know why he was he was so bad um this was <laughs> this is kind of the same NASCAR we see every year. I mean, uh Joey Logano sucks at Dover, and then we all talk about how Pinsky's got a problem, and then I'm sure Joey Logano will like win next week at Kansas or something, like he always does. Probably. And then 
yeah, Toyota's been nowhere pretty much all year. And what do you know? May comes around and, you know, they won today. And, you know, they always seem to run well at Darlington and the 600 in Kansas. So, I mean, it's this is maybe, maybe that's what they meant by Tovers, the measuring stick. It's because this is, this is right. It's normally always a turning point right around May. Yeah. You really do see, start to see who, who rises to the occasion? Um, who rose to the occasion um, to yesterday? Ross Chastain. He he, you know he man, he did the most Ross Chastain thing I think he could have ever done, um, and he just wrecked the dog fuck out of Brendan Poole for no reason. Yeah, and he, I don't understand what he was thinking. He could have. Definitely followed the three car and then gotten around both of them by the back straightaway. Like, so it made no sense whatsoever. Like, clearly the three was getting out in front of him. He could have just followed through. It would have been fine. And I've completely lost Buddy again. Okay, and we're back. Um, what were we talking about? Ross Chastain, he, he wrecked the he wrecked, yes. he wrecked the shit out of Brennan Poole. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't know. Did you hear any of, of what I said? No, I ain't hear a damn thing. Okay, so the three was going rolling around the outside, and I don't, for the life of me, understand what Ross was thinking, because clearly the three got a run to the outside of the 15, yeah. and Ross was like, nope, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go to the bottom. To go to the bottom, like I said, like I said last week, Ross is not as smart as people give him credit for. He, unless that was intentional, he is just not that smart. I man, you know, I I give him a lot of credit because I I think he knew he was like, you know what, that five car is fast. I'm gonna go ahead and clean this fifteen out. He's gonna take the five with him. It's gonna get rid of some competition. I think, I think that was, I think that was Ross's thought process the entire time i don't think no nah, i mean he, <laughs> no, he, doesn't, he, he doesn't think he doesn't think two foot ahead of that front bumper yeah um no nah, i mean i don't i don't know dude it I, I there's nothing more you could say about the dude like he does it's i don't know it, it's pretty bad because you could tell you know what he's gonna say like Mom and I were sitting there watching the race, and she basically quoted exactly what he said, like before he said it. Yeah. He gets out of the car. He's like, "Man, I, I, you know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I need to. I need to be better. I need to make it up to those guys." And then he's like, <laughs> "He said, he said after the race, it's surreal getting to race his heroes." And I'm like, "You're telling me Brendan Bull? What? I mean, isn't your hero? Like, come on, my guy." Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, dude. It's just inexcusable. I mean, at this point, Larry Mack said it best on race hub. He was like, um, he was like, you know, when my kids keep doing something over and over and over again, you know, sorry works the first couple of times, but after a while there's, there's a lesson to learn and Ross ain't learning it. Yeah. I, and, and like, like Danny said in his podcast today, Ross takes getting 
payback. Yeah. He takes it pretty well. I don't understand other than, yeah, it's like basically been forbidden to do anything because everybody knows if you wreck Ross, like a probably had a score to settle. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Again, NASCAR is, uh, has backed themselves into a corner by their own doing for no reason. And we're just stuck with it. Yeah. Um, no, it didn't stop Kyle Larson. No, it uh, didn't. <laughs> he, um, he decided that after the, um, after incident, obviously he got taken out with Brennan Poole, um, that he was going to go out and make Ross's life hell. Now, there's a lot of people talking. How is the Kyle Larson blocking Ross Chastain thing different from what Chase Elliott did to Kevin Harvick? The difference is that Chase Elliott was wrong, first and foremost. That's true. And his team egged him on. Number two is that Chase had the ability to go much faster since he had brand new tires and had an intact car. And Kyle had a beat-to-shit car. Yeah. And Kyle only did it for a lap, too. Yeah. So, and also, like, it's Ross. Someone had to do something, and that's like the bare minimum thing he could have done to Ross. Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought what Kyle did was, I thought it was fair game. Um, it it is like he said, it is completely different than what Chase Elliott did to Harvick. Um, it also, Chase openly said, "I'm gonna go help the five car." Kyle Larson did that on his own accord. Um, had nothing yeah, to do with in the lead, too. Huh? <laughs> had nothing to do with who was in the lead, too. That's yeah, part exactly. of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I thought, yeah, what Kyle did was fine. I mean, it was someone's got to take a stand. And, you know, he didn't he didn't recommend it. He just made his life hell for a lap or two. And I think, you know, that's fair game. That's 100% fair game. Denny Hamlin did the same thing at Gateway um, to a much much more extreme since he he did the same thing at gateway but you know i think there's uh i forget who where i heard it who said it but someone said you know payback doesn't always come just you know in one swift motion a lot of times it comes over you know multiple weeks just making a guy's life hard and i think i think ross's life is going to be Real hard once he gets around that five car every every week for at least the foreseeable future. Yeah, and he's he's asked for it, and not just the five, obviously, but with a hand, you know, twelve guys at this point, give or take. I just wish, man, I just wish Brendan Poole instead of saying he needs to get his his butt kicked, he needs to, like why why didn't Brendan Poole go go whoop Ross Chastain's ass? I don't get it. I don't. No, that's a serious thing. I don't get it. Race when car are we drivers, start ass? When race car drivers these days talk about whooping ass, they are like all bark, no bite. That just yeah. is the way I, it is now. Yeah, I don't I don't understand, dude. I, just go do it. Like who's stopping you? What is it? Is it gonna be what? A monetary fine that I'm sure Rick Ware would have paid for you? Like I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Um now what I also didn't understand and blocking that really I didn't care for at all was Ty Gibbs blocking up the blocking up the whole damn track for Martin Truex Jr. 
I guess you were uh, listening to the radio broadcast. When he was getting lapped. Huh? When he was getting lapped. Yeah, he was getting lapped. And, like, Ty, like, slid, I mean, slid right across the nose of the one car and backed him up. Like, I know it's funny because it's Ross, but I didn't care for that shit at all. So here's the funny thing. You mentioned that um, on the radio broadcast, all they said was he got out of the way in the 19. That's all they said. They didn't say anything about him holding up the one. He got out of the way in the 19. That's for damn sure. I mean, I mean, I, I expect that. Yeah, I don't expect blocking the other guy. But to be fair, they might have been like, hey, everyone at JGR is probably like, hey, just hold the one up. Like, <laughs> he's wrecked the 11 like five times. Let's just hold him up any chance we get. <laughs> I guess I just I don't know. It, even if even though it was Ross, I didn't I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. Um, I it kind of it goes back to Chase Elliott thing. I think it was kind of a cheap shot. Like I mean, no yeah, matter fair. what happened, what the guy did or who, it's, you know, huh? I say yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think that is race manipulation. Straight up. I'm, I'm kind of sick of hearing about race manipulation to an extent. I'm not, not necessarily from you, but it's yeah. just like. Well, I, yeah, but the, it's just, it's gotten to the point to where it happens so often that like eventually something's got to give. I mean, how many times is Chase Elliott going to manipulate a race because he knows he can get away with it? I'm like, not, I mean. I'm not disagreeing. I just think it comes back to something I said. I guess it was last year. It was last year about the driving etiquette thing, but it comes back down to it. We just need hard rules against this. And if you do it, you get parked. And also, if you run people over all the time, you get penalized, not parked, but penalized. And if we we did that, we would not have a need for drivers. It it comes back to self-policing and. Yeah, it self-policing is fine, I guess, but. It doesn't work clearly because NASCAR doesn't let it happen. So if they're not going to police it and you're not allowed to self-police it, then you need to then the sanctioning body needs to police it and then we won't have these problems. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think now the <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, you yeah, you said it. I mean, if if NASCAR would step in, you know, it wouldn't ever happen, but that's I don't know. It's kind of a double-edged sword. It's like there's almost no use of bitching about it because it's not gonna nothing's ever gonna get done about it. But then again, if nothing ever gets done about it, you know, why, you know, or how is anything gonna get done about it if we don't, you know, bitch about it? So um it's a fair point, but it's also it comes back to if you don't want guys to drive race you like that, then don't race like that. Yeah. Basically. Um yeah, I just all this stuff could have been avoided if I had just not ignored Ross's fist bump at Martinsville. Because ever since then, man, he's been on a rampage. I mean, he's, he, he's... <laughs> yeah, after the race at Martinsville, we were all standing there. Ross was sitting there. He was talking, he was mingling with the people. He was kissing watermelons, doing his thing. And he like, he walked past me and went for a fist bump. And I just kind of, I just kind of looked at him and I was like, I don't, I think you and me both know I ain't about it. And he just kind of walked away. And ever since then, I think I just really fucked his whole day up. Cause he, he just, he's, he went and did whatever he did at Talladega. 
um, blame them or not. And then, you know, he wrecked Brennan Poole. So, I mean, we're we're in for hell until I return that fist bump, I think. That's uh, that's fair. That means you need to fist bump Ross because we can't take much more of this. You know, uh, if it happens again next week and we I see Ross it, at I Darlington, guys, I hate it for you guys. That's for sure. But um, I don't. I don't think I'm going to do that. If he wrecks, if he wrecks Kyle at Darlington, I'm going to go full Buddy Poley out there. Like, hey man, look, look, I've, I, I jink, I broke the hex of Martin Truex. Dover is just for breaking hexes, dude. Last year, the Dolbowski curse was broken when Chase Elliott finally won again. And then, um, yeah, this year, uh, I put a hex on Martin Truex and said he wasn't going to win last year, and he didn't. And, you know, he finally he finally won. And now I've, I've done and possessed Ross. So. so what, you need to pick Ross to win a race now? Is that what needs to happen? I'm definitely not fucking doing that. <laughs> Hell no. Um anyway, uh so Ross and Truex, they had a hell of a battle uh going on there. Um it was shaping up to be really good. Um Larson really held Ross up. Ross got right back to Martin and Ty Gibbs blocked him. And Ross got right back up there. It was gonna be a hell of a fight. But then Joe Logano went and wrecked his car on purpose because he was just done with today. I'm that's that's a conspiracy theory that I'm just I'm gonna die on. So right they, there. So, I swear to God, Joey Logano wrecked that son bitch on purpose. On the he radio, said, I heard. Done. On the radio, huh? they said he blew a tire. So you're gonna have to come up with some concrete evidence for this one. Yeah, I get it, concrete. Ha ha. Um, not what I meant. But. <laughs> uh, nah, he was he was done with it, man. He I didn't see no tire go down. Tire didn't even go. Tire didn't even look down when he hit after he hit the wall. Like, nah, he was like, man, I'm done. He was like 10 laps down. Like, Look, I mean, I'm just saying there are easier ways to get out of a race in the next-gen car than hitting the wall. I guess, dude. I mean, he could have wrecked 10 laps earlier and saved Kevin Harvick a lap, but I guess that would have. And, and he, went and he, he went and messed up Kevin the paint on the wall, Kevin's name, in that turn was four. Was, that was what it was about. That though. pissed me off, man. That was – that really – Ross, Ross's thing, that was a little bit annoying. Joey scraping up the Harvick turn four paint. That just, that was just wrong, man. That's the difference in you and I. I'm sitting there at, I'm sitting there at work. And if my boss somehow listens to this, this is all a lie. Um, but <laughs> I'm sitting there at work and my uh, fucking, they go to commercial, they come back and they say, Oh, there's a crash. Brennan Poole and Kyle Larson. I was like, motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, you got, well, I feel bad because they showed Brennan Poole. Well, I, they just on the TV broadcast talked about how good Kyle Larson's car was. And uh, I they come back, Brennan Poole's wrecked. He's wrecked Kyle Larson. And I look at mom and go, oh, there goes Kyle. I'm like, I bet Brennan Poole did something stupid. And then they showed the re as soon as they queued up the replay, I was like, oh, never mind. I figured out what happened. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, one of my coworkers, yeah. one of my coworkers who watches NASCAR come up, he goes, Yeah, Kyle Larson just wrecked. I was like, Oh, I know, I fucking heard fucking Ross Chastain guy. <laughs> oh, you got Chastain, man. Got Chastain. Um, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, back to the important things. Yeah, I was real. I was real upset. Trevor, Discord, Trevor, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have some explaining to do on why your boy decided to mess up my boy's name painted on the wall. I wanted the I wanted that wall, like put it in my room, and oh, yeah, I can't that, now. It's got that was gonna be affordable. <laughs> yeah. Um. But anyway, that sets up a uh, a pit call, and. For once, I think everyone made the right pit call. Yeah, if I'm being completely, honest. I think Ross. If you're gonna, if you're gonna follow the leader, you're gonna follow the leader. He had to do something different than 19. The 19, they knew the one team was better than them on pit road. They had to switch it up, and Ryan Blaney. I don't know. He wasn't gonna win anyway. He, I mean, they're running the. <laughs> he, he had no shot. He could have been, he could have been four tires in the leader, and everyone behind him two tires. Ryan Blaney won't win that race. Um, he just sucks. Um, but yeah, anyway, Martin Truex makes the pit call and wins the race. Um, you think, you think James Small told him they were taking two tires? You think he just left him in the dark on that one too? I would imagine he told told him two tires. Okay, yeah, I think Martin probably could have deduced that too. Like you know, yeah, I could bet. Yeah, he, he probably was on but, board with it. <laughs> yeah, so Martin Truex snaps the winless streak. Um, that was pretty much Dover. Um, yeah. Dover is like a is like it's like a pregnant woman. Really think about it. Like, uh, go on. <laughs> you, get, you get around there. It's it's tough. It's a tough life there. While you got it, but uh, and you don't. You don't get much much credit for how tough it really is, and yeah. um, yeah. At the end of the day, you can have a little baby, Miles the Monster, or yeah. I don't really know where I. I, I this sounded a lot better in my head. That that whole analogy there. Um, I can at least understand where you were going. To an extent. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Because I don't know. I'm not sure that I do. Um, man. Uh, May is, dude, I was, um, I was looking at this. May is going to be a hell of a month. Yes. Because. It usually is. It usually is. Well, I just mean, well, not even, I don't think the reasons you're thinking of. I just mean, you got Dover. That's a, you got to grind, grind this place out. You got Kansas. Kansas is a playoff race as well as, you know, obviously next week it's, uh, Darlington is the first race of the playoffs. Wilkesboro should be in the playoffs. The 600, Charlotte is in the playoffs. Um, kind of. Yeah, hey, it's same track. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, but I, it's just, it's, this is really, like I said earlier, it's really going to separate the men from the boys um, because you you have a lot, you know, very it's it's going to be a telling month as far as how good guys are. You have a decent variety, well, somewhat a variety of tracks, but a lot of tracks where they're in the playoffs, you're going to have a lot of pit stops. Like these are all pit stop heavy races. Kansas is a, uh, we always see a lot of stops at Kansas. Darlington, obviously, we're going to see 150 stops there. The Coca-Cola 600, um, it, 
this is just it's got to be if you're not good in this you know through the rest of this month i i think you gotta hit the panic button yeah that's not what denny hamlin wanted to hear i can tell you that yeah yeah no it's i don't i don't think it is yeah i <laughs> that's right he that team is uh struggling it on is pit road. it is comical how bad they've been on pit road yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna have a rough time that's yeah. it so i gonna say if you're denny hamlin you're just you're not gonna have fun if you're denny Hamlin a fan you're not gonna have fun <laughs> It's like they say, uh, pressure makes diamonds, but it also bursts pipes. So the 11 wow. team is either going to turn into a diamond or they are going to rupture on the side of the road. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Um, speaking of rupturing, um, well, I guess it, he didn't rupture. He It was a fracture. But Alex Bowman is hurt again. Um, four went out for the boy. Um, yeah. Yeah, he was injured in a sprint car crash uh, earlier this week. He got a compression fracture in his back. Same injury as Denny Hamlin. Um, and he was also, it was also the same injury as I had at the same time as Denny Hamlin. Um, Go figure. Yeah. So, uh, I totally lost my train of thought there. I have a note written down here about this and i i don't think um all day i said on the podcast we'll get back to it um anyway if you look at the yeah if you look at the video um it's really the last the last tumble he did really did him in and like it was i think a lot of it had to do with the g loads of the 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 flip and then just the he came down like his back's probably like already compressed because of the G's and then it coming down hard on the ground is definitely definitely probably what did it. Um yeah. I'm you obviously listened to actions detrimental. You heard him talk about Casey Kane's like shock absorbers on the seat. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's one sounds like every sprint car should have them. And I think that's something they need to integrate into Cup cars too. Yeah, probably. Um but yeah. Um yeah, Factory but, Kane comes out with all all that shit. A lot of like most like the world of outlaw guys use that stuff and apparently it's top line shit. So <laughs> Alex needs to get that in his car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um Josh Barry obviously filled in for Alex Bowman. Um I he did good. He fantastic. Alex Bowman definitely would have done better. But um it's becoming more apparent that Josh Berry's probably gonna be in a cup car next year. He signed with uh or he signed with or is about to sign with KHI management. Um and I literally texted mom this morning and I said Josh Berry's gonna be in the four car next year. And then the news comes out he signs with KHI management. I'm not saying I'm no Sardamus, but if it happens, you heard it here first. Yeah, I guess the only other option could possibly be the 10, but yeah. Yeah, I'm because it's just the only interest, the only reason I think that's a possibility is just because there's so many other guys that have been talked about for the four car that I would assume would have. Well, if you think about it. Like, um, yeah, I want to get back to, uh, to Alex's injury here in a second, but this is a good. 
you really think about it, Ricky Stenhouse, Eric Jones, and Josh Berry, those are three guys that have been named for the four car. Um, I don't think it's going to be Eric Jones. Now, obviously, um, Legacy is going to Toyota. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and they seem, it seems like they got Jones in there for a good amount of time. So I don't think it's going to be Jones. Um, so I, I think it narrows down to Barry or Stenhouse. Um, and honestly, Stenhouse, the way he's been running, it's honestly a lateral move for him to go to SHR. I feel like, I mean, cause I don't know that it all, and it all depends on whether Rodney Childers stays or not, which I don't think he will. Yeah. Um, but I mean, really, I mean, Ricky's running better than the SHR cars are right now, other than Kevin Harvick. But we all know that's Kevin Harvick. That's not SHR. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think I think Josh Berry's going to be the one who who um who gets it. That's why. I guess uh, the prop. The only thing would be there is if like <clears throat> I don't know. We heard obviously we've heard rumors of of like. Bush to go to to Ross Chastain or whatever, but say Bush says, "Hey, we'll stay on. We want Stenhouse." Like that could be the possibility. I don't they're see about they're about to announce uh, Bush to Chastain, so it doesn't okay. doesn't matter. Never mind. Um, that makes the yeah. that makes the Josh Berry thing harder to make sense to me though, because Storehouse like almost never they have one car that's like the factory car that runs the Haas. Haas colors on it, and then yeah. Well, with KHI management comes KHI sponsors. That's true. So Hunt Brothers, Sunny, like Sunny D, Hunt Brothers Pizza. Um, actually, now that I mean, I don't know what the contract is, but you never Bush might. I don't know. I could see Bush being the type to maybe sponsor a couple cars, but I don't know. That's not really where I want to go down with, with this rabbit hole. But that was just something I wanted to mention. Um. HMS's policy, though, on drivers doing extracurricular activities, obviously, is being the second Hendrick driver to get hurt in the past, you know, month or two. Um, they said they're not going to change the policy at all. What do you What do you think? I don't think they will, and I I don't really think they should because I'll I'll go back to what I said um, right after the Elliott injury. I think. Over the past couple of years, when you've seen them open up more and you've seen you've seen Bowman run sprint cars more, you've seen Elliott even run some sprint cars. Kyle Larson obviously does whatever he does. Uh, Byron runs late models sometimes. And it's been a net positive on Hendrick. What? Sorry, a, a thought came in my head. You, okay. you know, the, you know, the rumor I, I want to start about William Byron. Yeah, I know. I can't say about that. Okay, but anyway. So anyway, when he, yeah. William does what he does. I was like, <laughs> I know what he does. <laughs> but anyway, it's been a it's if been a net, rumor, huh? If you want to hear the rumor, uh call me or like uh or find me at the track, I'll tell you. All right. So <laughs> this anyway. is off the record. <laughs> yeah, this is way off the record shit. But uh performance wise, totally yeah. <laughs> Performance wise, it's been a net positive for Hendrick, even with it's it's getting less of a net positive now with two injuries now. But um, yeah, it's been a net positive performance wise, and I think it'd be a mistake to go away from it. Now, if we get another injury here in a couple months, 
maybe I could see them reconsidering that. But to be completely honest, yeah. Kyle Larson will leave if they tell him not to. Like, I have no doubt about that in my mind. Like, he'll stay through I the Definitely not. He definitely would not leave, but he would be upset. He'd be upset. He's spaghetti for sure. He'd be money um, shifting on purpose every week. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't... I don't know about that. You you wave that big old contract in front of his face and you know a bunch of cup wins. I don't th- I don't think he does that. Um, but I mean, man, these drivers they're they're athletes, and this is as much of a mental game as it is a physical game. Um, and you can't you can't keep guys cooped up like they will they will go nuts. Like I mean, and you know Michael Jordan. Um, I'm mad that you listen to Action Detrimental because you think I stole this from this, but I was thinking about this before, <laughs> before um, they even, um, before I even heard it. But Michael Jordan had the love of the game clause where he was able to go and and do things, uh, play basketball outside of his contract. Um, and I think it's the same for NASCAR. You got to keep sharp. I mean, and the difference in NASCAR drivers and like ball players because i think that's a big argument for people is that like uh you know they all have strict contracts where they can't go and football player can't go play football or whatever uh jordan obviously being the exception um in basketball but the difference in nascar nascar drivers and ball players is they don't get the they don't have games three to four times a week first of all and also they don't practice pretty much every other day Whereas, you know, NASCAR drivers, they, like I said, they get a race and they get a 15 minute practice. That's it. Like, I mean, you got to, you have to do something. You have to flex the, you have to be in race conditions. You have to be, yeah, reps are just necessary in race situations. And you can't, you can't take that away from them. Um, And even things like Chase Elliott snowboarding, I mean, I don't know. That's I'm on the fence about that. You can, I could, I don't know. It, it's kind of, it, you got, I don't know. You, well, maybe snowboarding's not the best, best thing to be doing, but also, you know, you do, you do got to ex- escape mentally. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think we all, you know, mental, mental health is a big hot button topic and, for everyone nowadays and i think now more than ever you got to take care of it and you know you got to go fucking ride snowboards then you got to go do that yeah so yeah my take with the snowboard is more like it's not like chase is a novice snowboarder so it's like it's not like he just jumped on it and like oh i'll fuck off on this for a little yeah. bit so there's that there's the uh the ball the ball stick and ball player um viewpoint i want to bring this up too is is literally the difference is too like obviously they have strict contracts but like a football player can't go play xfl football in the in the spring literally because yeah. physical like even take contracts out of it physical limitation so as much as athletes as race car drivers are it's still much more viable of an option to go race three to four times a week than it is to play football three to four times a week it's literally not possible um so yeah i don't know i've kind of lost you there you go yeah 
Well, and then anyway, there's I, also, I huh, huh. well, there's what? also the thing NASCAR fans t- seem to think for whatever reason that every racing series that is not NASCAR, and I'm not talking about anybody specifically, I just, what I read on, on social media, they seem to think that every racing series that is not the NASCAR cup series is a lesser series. So they go, Oh man, I can't believe Kyle Larson goes and beats up on people at dirt races. <laughs> That's just not the case. Like they're all wow. really great drivers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, I think it's, I think if you're on the side of the fence that they shouldn't be going and doing other things, nah, you know, maybe go to your job and then be told you can't do anything that might get yourself hurt. So you can't do your job um, yeah. and see how, how, how fun that is. Um, now, granted, obviously maybe that's not a great example because not everyone has a great job like driving race cars but just go do it and then get back to me um there's one other thing about this too is that the way the playoff format is structured and everybody's gonna get a waiver as long as they didn't just voluntarily sit out a race the way it's structured there's really not that much of a downside to like long term to getting hurt other than you get physically hurt but championship wise there's not really any really any implications they keep building up Will Chase Elliott be able to make the playoffs? I'm like, I'll be damned if he doesn't win a race this year. Yeah. And yeah. Alex has flirted uh, with the points lead three times this year. So I wouldn't be, I'd be shocked if he didn't find victory lane at some point. Yeah. So, Jesus. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's, you can't, you can't put him in a bubble. I mean, if the greatest athlete of all time, Michael Jordan, had a cause where he can go and do whatever he wants, why can't race car drivers? Yep. Agreed. That's that's going to be my argument for that. Um, and by that log- by the logic of not letting him go do it, is running the double unnecessary for Kyle Larson? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you is guys it, didn't think about that one. Is it unnecessary? Yeah. I guess <laughs> technically. I guess technically yeah. the answer is yes, but uh, y'all didn't think about that cool thing that would go away if y'all had your way. <laughs> um, well, it won't go away now. There's too much money put into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, two guys, I put this down, need to stop the bleeding. Denny Hamlin, Daniel Suarez. Um, Denny, obviously, he it's been terrible on pit road. Like, I mean, they've just been horrible. Um, JGR switched back from their old style pit stops or from their new pit stops to their regular pit stops. Um, and obviously, I just said earlier, it seems going to get a lot of reps here in the next couple of weeks with that. Um, so his pit crew should get better. Uh, but Daniel Suarez, dude, he hasn't had a good race since Coda. Like, I mean, he has been terrible. Like, I mean, he. Um, what was the Richmond? He obviously had the deal with Kyle Larson and just really wasn't anywhere. And then we go to, uh, where did we go? Bristol and wasn't anywhere there wrecked and then was top five at Martinsville and then fell off a cliff. And then, you know, Talladega's Talladega and then he wrecks 30 laps in. I mean, he went from top 10 every week, competing, gonna win Coda if, you know, things go his way there to now he's, 
out of the playoffs. And I mean, they, they got to figure something out. Like, I mean, this has just kind of been the MO for the 99 team. They've been fast, but they're wildly inconsistent. Yeah. And it looks even worse when the one car is leading the points. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's that. Um, I have written down what is an F1 sprint race, but thanks to our loyal listener and my good buddy, Richard Marks, he, um, he called me today and we talked a little bit and, um, he explained what an F1 sprint race was. And I think we should hop on this bandwagon. Oh, why? I, well, Hey, I think basically, I think we should do doubleheader weekends. Okay. We're all fan of that. Uh-huh. But one of them should be short, one of them should be long. I don't know if that's the same thing though. It's kind of I mean it's similar. Similar enough. It it in my you know it I mean I like the idea of running two races that are about the same. Like not exactly cuz in strategy is going to be exactly the same cuz next year we're going to get rid of stage break yellows. I'm calling it I'm yeah. manifesting it. Maybe put it that way. Um, hopefully this goes better than my Kyle Larson wins four in a row manifestation. Um, but I don't know. I think like the sprint race in itself, like the way F1 does it at least is like totally a gimmick. I'm not a big fan of it. Well, yeah, I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying in the aspect of, you know, it's kind of a, you get an extra race in there. And it's a little bit shorter. I don't mean like verbatim. We have to copy what they do. Um, but I think like if we had Dover, like one, we have a 200 mile, 200 lap race and a 300 lap race or something. And, you know, cause ultimately you get more racing throughout the weekend and you just got to make, you got to make the fan experience better. We've been talking about this a lot get more bang for your buck. And I think some of these tracks that Dover specifically has put a lot of money. They got a casino out there. The fan, they put a lot of, you know, uh, put a lot of time and money into the fan experience, I think. And then they get a race taken away. I think New Hampshire always has a loyal crowd. Um, I think that would be a good, good one to do. Pocono, obviously, some of these tracks that only have one date, give them double headers, you know, or something. I don't know. It's just something I I thought of. I mean, yeah. I'm fine with, I've said for years, I'm fine with more races. It's just, we need less weekends. The only thing is, is so you mentioned Dover. Dover gets rained out like every other year, it feels like. So the only thing is, is the logistics of say you rain out both races, then what you're running two races on Monday or you run a Monday and Tuesday. Hey, look, man, I ain't need you to, I ain't need you to rain on my parade like that. I just, I just thought this whole, I just thought this, we you know, <laughs> popular in America now. So I, so I thought, you know, maybe we could, we could fucking tag along, but I guess not. You got to go and bring weather into it. Well, F1's popular in America. Let's do what they do. Full practice sessions, full qualifying yeah. every week. You know, no breaks in the races unless there's actually a problem. Let's try the let's follow those trends if they're popular. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's I like that one too. Full season points, um, maybe. Yeah. Um 
Oh, I remember what I was I remember what I was gonna say um about the about the Denny Hamlin about the Bowman uh thing. I said I wrote down here um the it was Alex got the same injury as Denny Hamlin. Um the the California injury, not the Bristol one where he, he got drunk and hung out with sluts. <laughs> Just wanted to yeah, clarify that. I think I think we all knew that one. Okay. All right. Just making sure. I just yeah. I wrote it down, so I wanted to say it. Yeah, <laughs> um, Alex. Alex didn't get back spasms. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well. Um. Anyway. Uh, like I said, Legacy's going to Toyota. Um, that's kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody had that. Like you said earlier, you didn't have that on your bingo card. Um, and I think it's checkmate. For Toyota, I mean, everybody's talking about how they have so many drivers come through the pipeline and they lose them all. I mean, they got two of them back, two of their hottest ones back, Noah Gregson and Eric Jones. So, yeah. I mean, um, I mean, what are they losing out on? Where, who are they missing that they had? Harrison Burton? You see that shit he pulled at Phoenix? I don't like, I don't want him. <laughs> I think they'll be uh, fine without Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it explains why it explains a lot about legacy this year though cuz they have been trash. It explains yeah. so much. Now I wonder if like the change is a byproduct of of them switching or them switching is a byproduct of them sucking. Well, I mean I'm sure this has been in the works for a while now. Yeah. That also yeah, that makes more sense. Um I did think about this. Um if Martin Shurek stays, where and John Hunter, John Hunter's coming. I mean, does he take someone's spot at Legacy? You know, I mean, it's it's gotta. It seems like Toyota's trying to build their armada, um, to supplement you know these drivers or to supplement uh, to make more rides for these drivers that they have coming up. Yeah. Um I mean obviously there's Sammy Smith um you know who's probably going to be somewhere here in the next couple of years but I think by that point Truex will be out and maybe even Hamlet too. Um so I it's it's interesting cuz now Toyota's back up to 8 cars. I think that's around about how many they had when they first came into the sport. Um Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, and now they're back to it. it. Took them long enough, and they're finally getting to the numbers that Chevy and Ford have. Yeah, it also well. So you bring up the uh, the pipeline thing. There's been a lot of talk, obviously, the last couple of years about twenty three eleven expanding to another team. Um, now with Toyota clearly trying to get more cars i mean if they back some money into getting another charter for either legacy or or 2311 whoever more wants it um that could be a possibility um i don't know what's going to be available obviously there's a lot of talk about a rick Ware charter being possibly available we haven't really heard anything legit about that though so i don't know but i have a conspiracy theory okay i think that um I think that Legacy go went to Toyota and Chevy's like, oh shit, we just lost the team. 
they're gonna they're gonna um help Dell Jr. buy a charter. That's this is all that's not what's happening, but that's just I don't what. see Dale being a Toyota guy. No, 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 no. I mean Chevy's like, oh shit, we oh, just I, I, I gotta yeah, no. I think now now you remember uh Dale Jr. and Jimmy were rumored to go together yeah. in this cup deal. And I I wonder if I wonder if this is why. I wonder if this is why Junior was like, uh, uh-uh, I ain't doing it. Cause Jimmy was like, I'm gonna take this bitch Toyota. Maybe. Shit. I don't know. It'll be weird. It'll be weird, Jimmy Johnson being a Toyota guy. Well, like I told you, it's funny that Jimmy and Tony are kind of following the same post racing career like trajectory in that way. Yeah. I just think that's hilarious. Like when they announced Stuart Haas to Ford, I was like, that's really weird just because of the Tony Stewart thing. And then now Jimmy Johnson, honestly, Jimmy to Toyota doesn't seem as weird to me now. Cause I mean, we just saw him for two years in a Honda. Yeah. So it's not yeah. that out there to me. Um, I mean, it's normal seeing him in a Chevy, but I, I don't think it'll be that weird. Cause like, I got doubt he's going to be running very much anyway. So yeah. just, it's just it's weird. Yeah. Oh, there's a siren behind me. Anyway, um, I don't know. That's all I had. It would be funny if Junior ever ended up in a Toyota because he'd get out and say, I'd like to thank everyone at Toyota for making this happen. I just think that will freeze over before Dell Jr. Oh, before yes. Dell Jr. gets in a Toyota. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Um, but yeah, that's all I had. Um, who's your sundress and dumbass? I made my sundress Ryan Truex RTJ. I uh, feel like feel like he earned it. He certainly earned it. Yep. Yeah. I feel like I feel like that had to do. So who's yours? Um if you pick uh, yourself. You know, huh? So if you pick yourself, I'm gonna climb through the computer screen and that's a good one. That's a good one. I'm on my phone, so you can climb through your computer screen. You're not getting very far. Um yeah, I ditto. I think Ryan Truex Jr. is a good one. Um, dumbass. Ross. Duh. <laughs> I mean, duh. Yeah. We all know what that one is. It's like the resident. It used to be the 2311 Pit Crew Dumbass Award. It's definitely the Ross Chastain Dumbass Award. Now, um, where are we going next Kansas. week? Kansas. Kansas. Um Uh, let's see. I want to pick. I haven't picked Bubba Walsh yet, have I? I thought you picked him for Atlanta. Maybe that was no, last I, year. I picked William Byron for Atlanta. Oh, okay. I'm picking Bubba Wallace for Kansas. Yeah. I really wanted a 2311 car, and I was like, I think I got one of them. And I went back through and thought about it. I was like, nope, nope, I picked both of them. So I'm going to go with the yeah. next best thing. I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Um, I'm sure they're going to fuck it up on pit road, but... I'm just gonna roll with it. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. Um that's okay. Uh, I think that's it. That's all I got. Um apologize for the audio issues we've had. Um we'll I'll get it figured out for next week. Um but yeah, I'll actually never mind. I'll tell you off the pod. Um that's it. Uh, do want to, yeah, like I said earlier, give a shout out to my buddy Richard. He called me today. Um, just talking, you know, saying that he, you know, listens to the show. 
likes it and, you know, just want to talk to me about some things. And so that was really cool. Um, and I appreciated that. And if any of you guys out there, you know, have my, have me, have my number or, you know, have me on Instagram or anything, DM me, send me a message, call me, you know, let me know if you listen to the show, I, you know, we obviously love to hear it and want to have any feedback. You know, we appreciate everybody that, that listened. So that was really, that was a really cool phone call I got today. So, you know, I like feeling good. So do it for me. Motherfuckers. All right. That's been the show. He's been dumbass. <laughs> I've been Sundress, aka Buddy Pullet, Seth Dolby. And uh, yeah. we'll see y'all after Kansas, Toto. Yeah.